Oh. Oh, testing. Oh, okay. Oh. What's going on here? There we go. Okay. What is going on, Miss Rachel Rosen? What is going on with you, Mr. Mr. Prince? I've just had... Who calls you Mr. Prince? Uh, my ninth grade gym teacher? But it sounds like kind of like a sexy name. It could be like, mm, Mr. Prince. Mm, Mrs. Rosen. Dearly <laughs> golly. Not <Nah>. Mrs. <laughs> Ms. Rosen. Uh, oh, too funny. Let's check my hair. Okay. I'm yeah, just, just staging, making sure. on here just before. Yep. No, no gunk in the eyes. No. No. Good. Red leather, yellow leather. Brett, breasts are Rosen, nice and nice. Rosen, like my last name. Yeah, my breasts are Rosen, but they sure ain't frozen. <laughs> Let's get all this out before our guest comes on today. I know. So tell me about how you met Simone. So, yeah, so Simone um, Lavelle. I Simone. love her last name because it has love in it. Simone Lavelle. Sigatella Novella. Simone Novella. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, Simone, you know what? I'm going to grab my blue light glasses because I'm going to try them again for this episode. No and product everyone who's listening, I'll, I'll let you know if they actually make a difference because there's so much of, so many of us, I should say, that are working from home, staring at our computers. And if you do want to know whether they make a difference, I will let you know after a couple weeks here. But like, hold the phone yeah. for two seconds. Two seconds. It's okay. I'll hold down the fort. I mean, my eyes are still brown. So, I mean, as far as that's concerned, if my eyes turn blue, I'll let you know. But I mean, they're still dark brown. Like, they are almost blue. I love it because I have no idea what you were saying. I could just see your lips were moving as I stepped away from my headphones here. Um, okay. We'll see. Welcome back, Rachel. Oh, thanks, Hero. You thanks were so missed. Me. Oh, you're so welcome. You mm. were so missed. So, um, back, to, yeah, back to our guest who will be hopping on here any moment. Um, oh. <laughs> oh, that was a crack, a crack and a yes. half. Miss um, Simone Lavelle. Um, well, and when I introduce her, when she hops on in a sec, I will let everyone know how we did meet each other. I can't do these headphones with both in the ears. <laughs> Those of you out there who work with headphones and a, and a microphone, man, I commend you because I don't like hearing my own voice echoing in my head. I got to get used to this. Anyway. Also, if you'd like to sponsor Rachel Rosen for an <laughs> audio setup, yeah, exactly. please feel free to get a hold please of Rachel Rosen free. at, at <laughs> getting underscore juicy and we'll be in touch with you as yeah, soon as agreed, possible. Agreed. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for that plug for myself. Um, so let's... Good Lord. Okay, back to Simone. I'm glad we're getting this out now before she hops on because boy, oh boy. Um, Simone is a, a firecracker of a woman. She is a little spitfire. She is um, a personal trainer. She's a health coach. She, and I want to talk to her about this because she may even be, I think she's even a business coach um, more specifically when it comes to health and wellness um, entrepreneurs or businesses. And her and I met actually, and I have to ask her about this if this is correct, but I think we met via a Craigslist ad, believe it or not. Not the type you're thinking. <laughs> she is very pretty, but not the type you're thinking. Um, it doesn't even via, exist anymore. And I'm just making sure she's not in the waiting room here of our Zoom chat. No, she's not because I enabled anyone can answer. She's backstage. Yeah, she's backstage. Exactly. <laughs> backstage, darling. Um, so anyway, she was after, this was a number of years ago, after a yoga teacher for one of her programs at the time was called Eat, Play, Love. Um, 
you know, as, as a kind of fun a change to the eat, pray, love. And, um, and so I hopped on to work with her and her company that offered uh, multiple fitness, um, different, what am I trying to say? Reg regimes? Regimes. Programs. Yeah, exact programs. Oh, she was the personal trainer. We did like a lot of collaborations where we had like um, fitness um, outside in the summertime where we would offer like, you know, a half a day of fitness with a yoga class. And then, oh my goodness, there's Simone. The perfect moment. Okay. We were just giving all the love to you and everything you've done. Yeah, we were giving far. We were giving you the love. We were giving you the juice. So, so then, just so you know, we, we started recording already. Um, oh, because awesome. If that's okay. Yeah. We can always cut oh, things. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I thought what we're, what we're trying to do is we kind of got a little juicy prior to meeting you. We got our, we got our, our, our <laughs> we, want, we, we want to roll the fruit a little bit to get the juices yep. rolling, you know, just the, the speaking chops going and exercise the most. I, I totally, and, I love it. I love it. And I'm so excited. I wrote, um, I'm, I'm so excited to get juicy with you yeah. in, in, the text, oh. in the text, but then it, um, it actually, um, uh, rewrote it as I'm really excited to get heavy with you. What? <laughs> Did you send that's that? No, 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 no. Oh, but that's okay. what it auto. That's what it auto corrects to, right? So I'm like, well, oh, we can get heavy too if we need to. We can so. get heavy. We can get, get heavy with can Simone get... Lavelle. Mm, I, I love it. Hero, <laughs> um, I've heard so much about you actually from Rachel, but also yes. from Travis, my fiance, who knows you. Who's Travis? Travis, whom? Uh, Travis Houghton. He used to. He's your husband. My fiance. Do you know him? Oh my god! I had the hugest crush on him. He is the most oh. cutest, hottest, <laughs> nicest guy ever. Oh my god! Yeah. Hi, Travis. Oh. I miss you. He took my yoga class way yes. back. Yeah. And he said it was so great, and he's like, "Oh my gosh, what a small world!" And he said to say hello. What? Oh my god, world? Travis. <laughs> I love. So it. many, so many, so many heart flutters. So happy. Oh. <laughs> so happy that we share we share a crush. That's so awesome. Oh, that <laughs> is have no idea. Okay, well, you started this off. I love how we started this already because there was a, that's a very easy introduction that's already been made between yeah. Hero and Simone because yeah. this is the first time you're meeting each other. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, that's I know. awesome. I uh, know. Uh. Uh, well, for those of you that are not watching and just listening, and if you do watch us on our YouTube channel, which is Getting Juicy with Hero, I think you came to put you. It's Rachel Hero. and Hero. No, I said, no, no, I know. I know that I the program. I love you. Okay. <laughs> um, was the fact that I was, I was like reaching in. I'm like, Oh, look at your beautiful stubble and no one can see this, but I wish I could pet you right now. We're all in different. We're actually all kind of in different cities right now. So this is pretty cool. Oh, where, where are, are you here? Well, I mean, <laughs> I don't remember. You're oh, in Vancouver? We're both in Vancouver. Ah, so oh we, my God. You're the, you're the in different cities. Come on. <laughs> which, which, which neighborhood do you live in? I live in North Van. Oh my God. Fantastic. I'm downtown. We should totally hook up sometime. I would Not love like that. To. Not like, yeah, you know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, like yeah, platonic, you know. No, ew, ew, gross. No, mm -mm -mm. no, never been. That's not my flavor, hunty. Mm -mm. No. Mm -mm. Well, it's funny because just before, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, because I was saying that kind of leads into the, the story about how um, Simone and I met. Right. For those of you that are listening. So, uh, and guys, short, we're getting, right? we're totally getting off on this fantastic tangent because we're all already juicy with each other as it seems. 
but we haven't even officially introduced Simone. So, <laughs> so this is right. So this is um, this is episode three of Getting Juicy. But this is yes. You still say these Yiddish words that I, I need to learn how to spell. So most is three in Hebrew. I'm surprised I don't remember No, that. I it's don't. That's Yiddish. why I'm ish. That's why I'm so ish. So Jew-ish. But in any case, um, this, but this is our second episode with a guest. So our guest today is Simone Lavelle. And um, Simone and I actually met. So she's a personal trainer. She's also... Um, and you have to correct me on these things. We did do, I mean, I know you, but we did a little bit more research on you. So we weren't just dry running this, but she's a health coach. She's a, I, are you a nutritionist or you're, yes. you're yes, yes. Nutritionist? certified nutritionist. Yeah. Amazing. Love and, it. um, and I want to get into more about exactly what's going on in your life right now, but how we, how I initially met Simone and I correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure it was on a Craigslist ad. That you put really? out. Really? For a yoga teacher. For a yoga teacher, for Eat, Play, Love. And I was joking because I'm like, it's not that kind of Craigslist, but she is really cute. And then. <laughs> I was like, so, oh, it's like women seeking. Yeah. It, yeah. yeah, yeah. No. Thank you, mm, Craigslist. Wow. So, <laughs> I'm pretty sure, like, I should go back and see that, but I'm pretty sure that's how we initially met because Simone was looking for a yoga teacher mm -hmm. for. At the time, um, she was running a fabulous um, program called Eat, Play, Love. I believe that mm, at the time. Yeah. yeah. Back in the day. So that back is so in the many day. years ago. Yeah. And um, so we've known each other for a number of years. We've, we worked together at that time, uh, me incorporating and, and offering yoga to her uh, members and her students, um, her clients. And then we just kept in touch for, for years. And now we're just kind of starting to reconnect again. So that's how yeah. we know each other. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so without further ado, Simone, um, just just a little smattering sure. about yourself. Yeah, yeah sure. just give, give the um, spiel. Well, thank you so much for the intro, and also congrats, you guys, on episode yeah, number you. three. I hope thank to have you. my own podcast soon. So I'm just like I'm just watching you guys in the wings and being like, gosh, oh, gosh. you make it seem so seamless. Oh, um, oh, it's oh, very oh, very inspiring. So yeah. <laughs> I'm, getting, I'm feeling a little bit clamped. Thank you. <laughs> Good Yiddish word. <laughs> So um, I've been, yeah, like you said, a health coach, um, a personal trainer, and nutritionist for 22 years, and I'm now a creator of a program called Fuel for Fat Loss, where I basically um, help women and moms learn how to eat, learn how to fuel their bodies properly, eating the right food at the right time for the right reasons, um, and where it all, where the journey began real quick is I was a trainer in the gym for so many years. And I felt really limited when it came to really diving deep with my clients and helping them. And I wanted to dive deep on a nutritional level, right? Because we all know intuitively that if you want to see results and if you want to feel your best, it starts with your food. Mm -hmm. And that old adage, abs are made in the kitchen, it's 100% true. Um, and yeah. the research actually mm -hmm. shows us that 80% um, of your results are going to come from your food, but I'd go as far as to say 90% of your results are going to come from the food that you eat. And when I talk about results, I'm talking about scale victories, but I'm also talking about those non-scale victories. I'm talking about feeling yeah. your best, waking up, feeling refreshed, having energy throughout the day, 
right? These are, these are things, these are pains that most of us are struggling with anxiety, depression, food can cure all of that. And I know Rachel, um, you and I both share the anxiety thing. And so three of us, three of us, three of us, chronic (laughs) chronic anxiety right here. Mm, We've we've had a a bunch of conversations already on the, the the only couple episodes we've have had about (laughs) Yeah. Well, it's actually right now it's a, it's a it's a really good conversation because yes. um, those people who have never ever struggled with anxiety are now feeling it. They are. Right? 100%. They are. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Which is why I was um even yesterday when we were here and I were just talking to two of us and I was saying how you know, I feel I feel in a way a way that I've I in a way I've been prepared for this pandemic my whole life because I've struggled with anxiety, specifically health anxiety and then the pandemic hit and I was like you know, whereas people that never, and not to say that I'm doing it well <laughs> at all, but just saying you're, it's you're, true. Yeah. People you're managing that, it, right? Oh, that's God. what we, that's that's what we, we somewhat, yeah, we, <laughs> exactly talk. what we talked about. It's about managing and, and embracing what you have and using it to your benefit and your advantage and having it be yeah. an organized chaos instead of being a victim and feeling like you're paralyzed by it. Yeah. yeah. Like for me, um, one way that I describe my anxiety now is like, it's there but I'm not in it. Yeah. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah. Like I remember waking up and like not being able to breathe. It was during my divorce in, in particular. And I literally couldn't breathe. I was like, I don't even know how I'm going to get through the day. Yeah. And yeah. that same anxiety is there, but now it's like, it's just, it's, it's, it's just, it's in the background. Yeah. Yes. I'm not like, it's Little not, whisper, it's, it's not. not part of me as much. Well, and that's, oh my God, and we could, we could have a whole episode <laughs> on just that because, and we yeah. kind of did with um, our guest Jeff recently, but um, mm-hmm. just the fact that I think, I don't know about you, Simone, but like my whole life um, since really experienced anxiety at 18, 19 years old was like thinking that I was going to cure it, thinking that there was a magic pill, there was a magic this or that, and that it would be eliminated. It was not me. But you know, only recently have I been like, you know what, it, I, it's more about management. Mm-hmm. It's more about management. And yes, you can manage it. And don't get hard on yourself if it's not eliminated. Because realistically, I mean, that's not supposed to be um, a depressing thought of it. Oh, it's never going to go away and eliminate it. But it is, there's, there is kind of a part of you, but it doesn't have to be a negative part of you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how do you change that? How do you manage it? And then with what you're doing... Food, like you said, is number one. Obviously, exercise, all those things. Hundred percent yoga, um, meditation, your body, yoga, yeah. right? All those, all those things. Um, and and then and actually, this this is might be a good segue into something that Simone and I briefly talked about. Uh, what we both kind of maybe wanted to chat about on this podcast was the fact that with people that are in our roles in health and wellness, whether it be um, teachers or whatever it may be. I think a lot of the public might put us on pedestals. Mm-hmm. Remember, I remember yeah. you were talking about this um, and put a lot of people in that, those realms of, of jobs or careers and think they have their shit together. Uh-huh. Like, they've got Absolutely. their shit together. I'm going to follow them. They can do nothing wrong. Um, um, and then they're shocked when, when you're like, no, you know what? No, I, you know, and I, I believe that, that in order to, really pull the mask off of you know anxiety all those kind of things is is people in perhaps in our positions people that are much higher in those positions have to be genuine real and always 
authentic. And I I feel like that's something I always strive to be. And I speak a lot about my struggles. Um, They're usually uh, speaking about it in the past, because when I'm going through it, I actually don't know sometimes how Mm -hmm. to talk about it. And I also don't want to sometimes it's like, you know, I want to be there as a source of inspiration to my community. And I'm worried sometimes, right? So, but I do get questions on a regular basis, like Simone, oh my gosh, don't you ever just like want to eat cupcakes all day long? And like, (laughs) you don't want to get out of bed. And like, how do you always seem like you have this perfect situation? Like Shelby is thriving and like, oh my God, are you killing me? Like, no, it's not like that at all. And some days, I mean, today, actually today, you guys was the perfect example. My key, and my cat peed all over the floor. Shelby woke up in a bad mood, didn't want to eat breakfast. I mean, it was like one thing after another, went to put the garbage out and the whole thing like came out from the bottom. Like it was one thing after another. My days are not perfect. And I definitely like can get, you know, when I yelled at Shelby, she didn't deserve it. And I was like, you know, I, I, there are days where I crumble under the pressure. (laughs) Yeah. We're we're human. We're only human. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I think like, I do want to actually speak to that for a second, like uh, a real struggle um, that I went through and actually why I created my program was when I was pregnant. So um, I was um, pregnant for the very first time in my life at at 33 years old. Mm -hmm. And when it came to, um, you know, maintaining a healthy body and a healthy life through my twenties, I found it quite easy actually. And, you know, if I ever got off track, I found it easy to get back on track. But here I was, I was 33 years old, pregnant, and I gained 65 pounds during pregnancy, which is, by the way, another half of my body. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> just to gain Because I know you and I know yeah. it's, she's you're tiny, you're small. You got you yeah. got a small frame. Yeah. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. this was a lot of weight and yeah. I was pretty miserable. But then, you know, I thought, okay, well, when the baby comes, it's gonna be easy and I'll just release this weight, it won't be an issue. But that was not the case at all. Mm. And when Shelby arrived, I continued to gain weight after pregnancy. And um besides the weight, uh, everything else was out of control. Um, My diet was out of control. Um, I I had zero motivation. I woke up um, feeling exhausted Um, as a new mom already going into my day feeling exhausted. I was drinking a pot of coffee each day just to function. Um, And I was completely out of alignment in every single way. And here I was like really excited about being a new mom. I wanted to be excited, but I couldn't get there because my my life was falling apart. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And here I was also telling my clients what to do. I was telling them what to eat and telling them to work out, but yet I couldn't right. do it myself, yeah. which led to you know more anxiety and more spiraling out of control. And it wasn't until um, I said, literally, like my health was so bad at this point. I had debilitating migraines, mm-hmm. um, you know, and I really felt like I was failing at a mother. Shelby at this point was a toddler. And I was like, oh my gosh, like what kind of role model am I to my daughter? Um, but it wasn't until that point that I, you know, decided enough was enough and I've got to get my food under control because I know that this is the best place to start. Yes. Because then my, right. And sorry, prior to that, like, because you were, because you were already in, in fitness before that, were you, were you focused on food prior or mostly exercise and fitness? 
Yeah, you know, I think I always led a pretty right. balanced life until okay. I got pregnant and I guess hormones kicked in. I don't know what it right. was with pregnancy, but I was just like, you know, for the first time in my life, I was eating McDonald's every single day. I ate right. um, a, a, a muffin uh, from Costco every single day, which by the way is not a muffin. It's okay. a cake. <laughs> it's 1,500 calories a muffin. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> Right? I was eating yeah. that every single day, including donuts and chocolate. And, you know, I, I remember um, somebody went to put a salad in front of me. And I was like, no, no, get that. Like, I can't even look at it. I couldn't mm. look at salads. <laughs> so pregnancy messed with me big time. And this is where I fell off track, but I couldn't get back on track. So as a new mom, I, I realized now, you know, I got to get back on track. I'm going to start with my food first. And that's what led me to create a program for busy moms who are struggling with the same thing, um, who need to get their life back on track and, and um, their, you know, um, yeah, their life and their food and their fitness back on track. And One then question. for mental space, sorry. Yes. And, then yeah. that's, and that's where like it's, they're so um, married in that sense. So a hundred percent, your emotional health. Oh yeah, yeah for sure. Hero, go ahead. Sorry. One question I want to add on to that is that growing up as a youth and as a preteen and stuff, I, I battled childhood obesity myself and weight loss mm -hmm. through diet, nutrition, and uh, through exercise and mental health. And, you know, I found for me, there was a certain point in time where my body and my brain synchronized and they gave me kind of an ultimatum. Like I listened to those signals. My body said, you need to change or else dot, dot, dot. Was there a certain point in your process of shifting that was visceral, both mentally, physically, or emotionally as a result, as opposed to like, yeah, you know, I know I really would benefit by making this change as opposed to, no, like there's that point in time where everything around you slows down, everything yeah. starts to pull down and you're thinking, I don't have a choice. This yeah. has to happen pronto. Mm, yeah. A hundred percent. And you know, I think, um, it came at a time when I realized that um, Shelby was a toddler and I was working as a trainer full time at the gym. Mm -hmm. So I was starting really early in the morning. Um, so I wouldn't get to see her in the morning and then I'd end really late at night and I, I'd get home sometimes and I wouldn't have seen her all day. Oh, wow. And so I knew at this point that I needed to make a shift as an entrepreneur um, and get away from um, those crazy hours. And, right. and, and be there for my daughter. So that was all mixed in where I'd like, okay, I, I got to, I got to get in control of everything so that I can make this shift and, 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 you know, um, create something online because I didn't know how to do that. And now I have a, a digital company, whereas before, you know, I was face to face with people. It was completely right. different. Totally. So, so that, that shift, I guess, as an entrepreneur was, um, where I decided to, you know, to, to really make that, that shift, um, in every other way in my life. And at the same time, realizing that all this time I wanted to really help my clients in a bigger way. Mm -hmm. So, you know, the, the two really worked well together. It's like here, okay, you know what, I'm going to get my clients online so that I can actually see them more, that yeah. I can also help them with their food where they really needed that food or where they really needed that help. Absolutely. That's, um, that's interesting because it almost seems like you had a running start to what happened when the pandemic hit, meaning yeah. you were already yeah. online, right? You already were ahead you of the were curve. Already, you were ahead of the curve because that was something else I was going to ask you is, you know, what did you notice that was different between what you were doing? with? It sounds like nothing's really changed for you. 
Nothing has really changed. I mean, um, <laughs> you know, the, the start of uh, the coronavirus was crazy, right? Like it, it was just a shock and challenging for us oh. all. And Shelby was at yeah. home with me full time for the very first time, right? And so I'm like right. trying to juggle, like being there for my clients. But now like, okay, wait, like I've gotten used to her being in school for a few hours, you know, between right. like drop off and pick up where like I didn't have that time to like be there for my clients. So I knew I needed to make another shift again. Um, but which actually has has been great like I've I just worked out some ways that we can pivot and and really take things to the next level so we have grown um through COVID which is great like we went from uh three uh people on our team we have seven now we just hired someone yesterday right. um, yeah and so we are you know we're growing and our community is growing and thriving through this time it's unbelievable because I was really really worried about our community struggling through COVID and yeah. sure like we are all still seeing you know some struggles with anxiety and and all the other things and and some days are hard to stay on track but the transformations that have come through over the last few months have been the best transformations we have ever seen so we're seeing like really? crazy commitment coming from mm -hmm. people in our community more than ever before and maybe it's because they're home more um, and they have that time to do a few more things or maybe it's like they realize their health is a non-negotiable right now right that makes right? total sense for sure that with, does make with, sense yeah because with that kind of lifestyle and adaptation and everything the last thing that we might not be able to think about is how can we take care of ourselves because yes. we're just trying to reorganize our life so we, when we have those coaches those trainers those motivational guides and and you would fill one of those areas of specialty it makes it a lot easier to actually wrap your mind around not throwing your entire life away just for the fact of trying to keep your own income or sustainable lifestyle intact right totally i think people are realizing what's more important now than ever before it's family right they're being home they're home more now mm -hmm. uh, than ever before with their kids and they're like oh my gosh my family means so much to me my kids mean so much and my health means so much i want to be here for mm -hmm. my children i want to be able to get down on the ground and play with them you know as a mom and and right. uh, improve my fitness and so i think different goals are coming out of this time and i'm hearing from so many people like they don't want to return to work they don't want to return because it's like they're loving even though some days are like it's crazy <laughs> <laughs> with the six-year-old it's crazy yeah. but for the most part it's like you wouldn't trade that for the world now that yeah. you've tasted it you know and so i think our priorities are changing yes I agree with you on, on that because I have a couple of friends of mine who have younger children, you know, uh, at the oldest three and understandably they may be going a little bit stir crazy, but at the same time, <laughs> there is that feeling of pride and, and, um, gratitude because yeah. they get to spend time with their children in ways that they normally would not. And it's specifically at a time where they are developing and bonding in ways that they would never get that opportunity otherwise, yeah. because their time commitments would be more standardized as they were before this change in our society has occurred for the short term, however long it lasts. Yeah. hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. Just, be just before I forget, um, cause you're, <clears throat> cause you're speaking a lot about, women and moms and that's awesome but what was what was interesting to me i didn't realize you have a men's component yeah we do have a men's program yeah. yeah and this actually started um you know just uh 
out of, I, I, I just, yeah, it just came about because we had so many women in our community say, well, I got to bring my husband on board. Yeah. They were joining, but then they weren't feeling the support from their spouses because their, their spouses didn't understand what, what they were doing. Right. Yeah, and so they're yeah. like, wow. And, but, but then they had some spouses were like, but I want to try this, you know, cause here you are, you've lost 20 pounds. I have to say, I get, <laughs> this is my favorite, favorite thing to hear. And I literally hear this once a month. Okay. Simone, um, I'm really mad at you right now. I just lost 10 pounds in the last five weeks and I'm like, Oh, this is great. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. and my husband lost 20 pounds. Oh, and, and oh. He, was not, and he was not even doing the program. So yeah. and they were just like, the husbands were just following right by oh. default and they were just eating oh, the food by default. Oh and so oftentimes wow. we get the husbands come on board because their wives are looking so good and they're like, I want some, some of that as well. Or they're experiencing a little bit right. or the workouts and then they can, you know, they want to do that too. But oftentimes um, the women are just like, you know, I really want that support. Mm -hmm. um, for my husband so we do offer it, uh, when they join that they can bring their husband on for half price so this way I know that they're gonna get major amazing and that their results are gonna be that much better and the likelihood now of getting the whole family on board where their kids are are eating this way by default um, totally. you know yeah. and it's like yeah it's it's um, it's just carrying forward like one household at a time that we can make a difference with Unbelievable. It's funny because I, I thought you were going to say, oh my God, Simone, I lost, you know, like I lost 10 pounds. Um, but my, my husband, nothing's happened with my husband. So now oh. I feel great. <laughs> I, if I feel great. I feel sexy. But no, it's no, always the husband. Yeah. yeah, no, no. Oh, that, yeah, that could be true too. That could be true. Right? But it's always the husbands that do, like, and I, you know, hero, correct me if I'm wrong, but like men just have an easier time. Actually, scientifically, it's true. Men have more yes. muscle mass, right? So it's just like, it's easier mm. to burn fat than women. Right. It's just something we have to live with. But over time, yeah. it does actually even out. So don't worry, ladies. <laughs> It does like, even out. Well, one thing I wanted to ask you about, Simone, is that do you notice any um, correlations both or, or contrast between your male and female clients, regardless if they might be mm. following your plans or not, or to a T, or yeah. whatever, whatever orientation? Because when you talk about that, as a man, scientifically, I know that women have a tendency to have higher water retention. Is that correct? I'm not sure, actually. I'm laughing. Uh, <laughs> well, I wasn't know. sure. Oh, sorry. I I'm know. only laughing. I'm only know. laughing because one on our first episode, Simone, we explained the first time Kiro and I ever met. I'm laughing because I'm not. I'm not always so sure about if he really knows about women. <laughs> when, we, when we first met, when we first met about five or six years ago, um, and it was actually like a so-called interview for my yoga studio, and he was potentially going to teach the studio. And within the first, I don't know, 20 minutes, I was mentioning we are at Beautiful Lower Lawn. Oh, yeah. You introduced, you introduced me to okay. Beautiful, and oh, now okay. I go there all the time. Okay. There you go. There you go. So now you have so, the story ingrained in your brain. Yeah. So in any case, we're sitting there, and it was really hot. It was, I was schwitzing. I was super hot. It was sweaty. And then the first thing he said, well, are you having a hot flash? Maybe you're having a hot flash. And I was like, excuse me? First of all, how old do you think I am? And like, so it was like, 
Anyway, that's why I laughed. That's hilarious. That's hilarious. No, hot flashes are later, but I don't know about the water retention. It does kind of sound true, especially during like female cycles. I bet you. Yeah, you that's, know, what that, that's, that's true. Yeah. That's what that we're referring to. Yay. Yes, I did something. I know something. I Yay. Gold star. Woo. I'm a gold star gay too, so that's totally. <laughs> so what was your question? Yes, um, That's true. Well, aside, aside getting through the juiciness of that, my question is, is that in terms of your experience with male and female clients, mm -hmm. and in terms of uh, body composition, in terms of muscle and or fat, nutrition, all the other factors, all of our bodies are unique and different, regardless yes. of gender or sexual mm -hmm. chromosomes in the body. So I'm curious to know from your time of running your men's program and to your women's, do you, what are the things you notice that are similar that don't indicate any difference of them being male or female? Mm -hmm. Or what are things that you notice that are different that you do feel you see a trend that's actually scientifically yeah. more accurate? Well, um, well, first of all, physically, I do notice that the men, um, they see great body results quickly, you know, mm -hmm. and again, based on the science, that is, that is true, um, just because of the, the lean muscle mass. So mm -hmm. um, again, though, that does even out later, but um, I have to say on a psychological level, I do notice that men are sometimes way more committed. Mm -hmm at oh. least off the bat. Yeah. Mm. And, um, I, I just, why could that be? I don't, I, I don't know. Um, and again, this is very like, I'm speaking general, general, yeah, yeah, you know, and yeah. uh, the women that come to our program are incredibly committed, but I just noticed that maybe because they're in a women's environment, it could totally be that they're in like this women's environment. They have something to prove because we are right. like 90% oh, women. Right. And true. so, but the men, they just go for it 1,000 mm percent, -hmm. and you know they adhere to it. Um, and and uh, I'm always very, very amazed by the level of commitment that is brought by the men. Mm -hmm. So I'm, you know, again, our women are extremely committed and amazing. But um, I think it might be actually when I think about it, it might be that it's like it's it's truly like a women's environment. All of our coaches are female, right? So yeah, um, that, there's some that competitive, be. the competitive. Maybe, yeah. but I, I always love having an influx of men in our group because I just feel like it's, it's, it's going to be a source of inspiration for everyone because yeah. it's very motivating to hear every Friday we do win Friday. So this is where people talk about their wins from the week right nice. and I and I talk about you know scale victories and a lot of people have scale victories and that's awesome but the scale is actually not meant to go down each and every single week even mm. if you have weight to lose so I'm like if you don't have a scale victory I need you to celebrate something else you need to find something small from your week and it could have been as simple as writing up your menu plan or just prepping your breakfast or getting through the week and not having the whole birthday cake whatever you find your wins yeah yeah and and every time we, we actually celebrate a win, we uh, release serotonin in our brains. And this is our feel-good hormone that motivates us, right? So this is why we do it, part of the reason why we do it. But it's very motivating when you see all these other wins coming through, right? And uh, yeah. it's just like, okay, yeah, like, I've got this. And, like, other people are, you know, doing really well. I've got this, too. So... Well, it's good. It's good you say that because, you know, there's such a, we can get so focused and stuck on the scale. 
Yes. And on the pounds. Yes. And that, that is like, well, if that's not happening, then I'm doing something wrong. I'm failing. Mm-hmm. And so it's really great. This is the you- first place that we start actually. And it's so timely because today I just posted an article on um, social about the scale and how to deal with the scale. And the number one, the first, first thing I tell our clients mm-hmm. is I know you're here to, to release that. Actually, a lot of people come to the program and they just want to improve their health. They're at maintenance already and they're not even interested in releasing weight. Right. And that's awesome. I'm like, yeah, yeah we can, we're going to improve your health in a big way through the food that you're eating. But um, when it comes to the scale, I need you to get on the scale and I need you to promise me that you're going to have zero emotion when you get on the scale. (laughs) Now, and I make them actually write it um, in big, bold letters in our call on the bottom of the screen. They have Mm. to write big, bold letters, zero emotion. Mm. And a lot of them are like, oh, that was really hard for me. Like, I don't know if I can do this. Interesting. But we work on it because as women, we have been trained over the years to look at the scale and measure our self-worth when it comes to that number. 100%. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And I was I was there. Like, when I was 65 pounds heavier, I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, you know. Um, so, and also, we actually, this very last round, for the very, very first time, we did a meditation to, to kick us Ooh, off. And nice. we've never actually done one before. And it just came to me in our yeah. cause. Like, I feel called to do a meditation. And the meditation was a body love meditation. So it was like, okay, I want you to appreciate this heart that is beating for you right now, these lungs that are breathing for you, that belly that housed your babies. Mm. I want you to love every single part of your body, even if you have weight to lose, even if you're not at your goal weight, because if you come to this program from a place of um, uh, gratitude for the body that you have, I promise you, you will be able to focus on your health, make your health a non-negotiable, not focus on the scale and end up seeing results. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. That's so that's amazing. Good. That's yeah. so, And that's so important with what you're saying about that, because I find that there are such victories about anything you do. And starting with the scale, I remember when I was trying to lose weight and I was going up and down. And that was like, you know, between the ages of 10 and 12 that I was trying to lose weight as an overweight kid. Which is awful. It is awful. And I remember that I got, I stopped weighing myself. I haven't actually mm-hmm. set foot on a scale um, in about 10 or 11 years, regardless wow. if my weight. Oh, hero. Yeah. Regardless of my weight has gone up a few pounds here or there or not, I go based on feeling how my body is doing and how my clothing is fitting based on the size that they fit me in. And also, like, I mm-hmm. kind of freaked out last year because all my pants sizes, all my shirt sizes actually were, I was outgrowing them. And I was freaked out, like, did I gain weight? Yeah, sure. I was not as active for a period of time, which would have changed my physique. But no, I had realized like my actual bone structure had broadened because I'm still mm-hmm. filling into my my manhood. You know? <laughs> and so I'm like, baby, and, oh, oh quiet. Goodness. And so I realized I'm like, you know what, hero? You might have been able to get away with wearing stuff from high school that looks like you still can fit it for ten years. But about time that you probably hilarious. I got an inch wider. That your pant size is a 34, not a 32, sweetheart. I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh my god! I love hearing that guys struggle with this too. Actually, like I actually—you're the first one to admit that to me. I have image dysmorphia, like constantly. I got a little bit of a belly, and it's where I carried my fat. So I still feel like I'm fat sometimes because of where I carried my little inner tube. Yeah, Yeah. people tell me to call it a healer's belly, and I'm like, (laughs) fat. Yeah, yeah, like a little healer's belly. (laughs) So, 
So what, what I um, tell our clients to do is, or encourage them to do rather, is um, don't throw out the scale. Mm. It's tempting. And I understand, Hero, that like, it, it, right? Because you, it was such a source of frustration for you. So you're like, well, screw that. I'm getting yeah. rid of it. But right. I tell you, I cannot count how many times I've heard from clients saying, um, I threw out the scale because I hated it. Um, and I just went to the doctor. I just came back from the doctor's office and I'm up 25 pounds since my last doctor's visit. Right. right. So this is why mm. the scale, in my opinion, has value. Um, but I always get our clients to do measurements as well as photos each and every single month. So weight is once a week with zero emotion, then measurements and photos once a month. And then you get that full three-dimensional view, sure, right? And then you focus on the non-scale victories at the same time. Right. So, you know, it's, it's, I think it's a slightly different approach because um, I do feel like the scale does have value, but mm -hmm. um, you do have to treat it uh, with kid gloves. You know, it's interesting because, like, I think we talked about this on another podcast episode, another one, like we've had three, um, but just about the word neutral like I think all, all this yeah. to me this is all sounding like how do you be how do you, how can you be neutral in mm. in life in your changes in your body in the way when we age like I mean all those kinds of things and you you know you saying having zero attachment yeah. and to me I'm just hearing like and I've been doing some uh meditations where um doing body scans and trying to focus on different parts of my body and just being able to sit with it and being like this is not a good feeling. This is not a bad feeling. The next part of the body, this is not a good feeling. It's not a bad feeling. It's just a feeling. It's Correct. How can we be neutral? Mm -hmm. um, and that is honestly, I think at the crux of it for myself, at least is the most difficult uh, thing to do when it comes to my anxiety, for sure. Yeah. yeah. When it comes to body, all, all those, all those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. I love that though. Like if we could be neutral about, about all of it, I think yeah. that's, it will approach so much, so many things with like a healthier attitude. Yeah. 100%. Yep. And speaking, did you have something else to say here? Cause I have a uh, slightly different topics sort of, but it has to do with body image. Well, yeah. I, I was mean, curious I about, but go ahead if you have something to add to. Well, in terms of like body neutrality, I mean, again, I think though we're in such a society now where we're trying to neutralize and not uh, genderize or sexualize or put a label on something, mm -hmm. you know, I'm going to be one of those people that's going to that's actually not afraid to say, you know, sometimes people are being too sensitive to I'm this, I'm that, or I'm not mm -hmm. this, I'm not that. Mm -hmm. And you know what? I identify as a cisgendered um, Caucasian gay Jewish male with mental health mental health challenges and image disorders right and so there are people that are in that kind of sphere that i also am in that are going through certain things that others are not that are mm -hmm. men even if they're and let's say heteronormative or non-alternative males mm -hmm. that look at their bodies that feel things differently from how i might feel them but also the way that i feel w would be different that someone would be if they were a heterosexual female even if mm -hmm. there might be some similar concepts of image, diversity, neutrality. And yeah. so again, how do we break the boundaries, but also not take away those groups of people that really do thrive in feeling that they belong with each other, 
mm-hmm. but then at the same time neutralizing it so we don't become outcasted or alienate from those that don't right. fit in that either. And I don't think there's really a right or a wrong as Rachel right. said. How do we neutralize all that? Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's, it's in the end of the day, it's like what works for you and then see if it, you find that it works for others. And then yeah. you, you just got to go with that. I, think, I like that. And I think as long as you're not ostracizing any group or any person or you're not mm-hmm. maliciously doing, you know, anything that you do, it's not in um, coming from um, a malicious way or a bad no. or a mean-spirited way. Like I think, no. you know, and then actually that's in a way an, an interesting segue into talking about body image and how we perceive mm-hmm. ourselves and, and I just want to touch a little bit on social media and mm. specifically Instagram visually what we're seeing when you see health practitioners, trainers, mm-hmm. you know, people like ourselves, other people that might be in these, um, in these roles and, and someone who, myself, someone who's in the role, but also, you know, are, is a follower of other people in the roles. I have a really hard time knowing what kind of, image I want to portray because I feel like as a woman specifically like it's almost Mm -hmm. like I need to be sexy Mm. I need to post like like airbrushed images of like the perfect body structure like my toned arms or my you know like right now like I've got like a lot of acne going on that's a whole we can talk about that another time that's a different thing (laughs) that has to do with my with my gut but I'm just saying like you know um Simone like how do how do you choose or how do you feel about how women are portrayed in social media and like there, I feel like there's it's a, a hard one it's so hard because I feel like yeah. there's a, um, a pressure a pressure yeah. to stay above and 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 it's like if you're not posting these gorgeous beautiful images of like the whatever the the quote-unquote perfect is yeah what mm. happens yeah it's and, not, and, it's, away, and it's not you know? good you know like yeah, yeah it's, it's not, not good because at the end of the day like, I just think of Shelby, my daughter, and I'm like, you know, I don't want her to grow up in this world of looking at Instagram and thinking that these, um, you know, images that have been touched up, right, or filtered um, is yeah. is normal. Um, or, you know, a, a, a professional photographer has taken an airbrush. So I've, I struggle with that. And then in terms of the sexy content, um, here's my take on it. Like I have a, a, a trainer friend and she's um, amazing. She posts these um, photos of her in her underwear all over um, Instagram. Yeah. And um, she actually reached out to me and she's like, Simone, you know, um, I, 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 I'm posting these photos, but like, is this the way that I should go? And, um, you know, what should I do? And she's a model. So she's got this perfect body, oh, yeah. uh, you know, and she's got these yeah. crazy, sexy Instagram um, photos. And she's like, you know, am I attracting the right clientele? And, you know, am I going to, you know, and so um, what my advice was, was, you know, um, can you turn that sexy lingerie pose or photo into something inspirational for your audience. Mm-hmm. Can you inspire them? And it's like you, you know, making healthy pancakes in your underwear in the morning, right? Like, can we inspire others to be like, you know, you can, you know, mm-hmm. through through healthy practices, get to the point where you love your body, where you feel sexy, where you want to, um, you know, yes. go to bed with your husband that night with the lights on and you feel great about it you know because like I I I can't tell you how many times I've 
spoken to women in particular who say like, um, I am ashamed of my body and I, um, I, I, I don't want my husband to see it. Mm-hmm. I don't want him to see me naked. Mm-hmm. And, you know, um, I w- would love in a perfect world that every single one of us gets to a point where we look and feel our best. Look and feel perfect? No, but look and feel our best in our bodies mm-hmm. and have so much crazy confidence that we just rock that bikini. We rock our underwear and we're like, hell yeah, I'm going to be naked oh. with my husband in a confident way. Yes, is, queen. Yes. Yes. It's not that I, 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 you know, it's amazing that women that we have this confidence that women are out there posting on Instagram, all these shots. I'm not mm-hmm. saying I'm not against that. It's more, it's more like, I, I don't really know where the balance is. And even for myself, like I, I do find myself like getting right. down on myself, seeing some of these images I'm like, God, mine are, mine are not good enough. Mine needs to be better. My, I need to, you know, I do find myself doing that kind of like looking in, through a magazine. Yeah. It's like Instagram's the new, um, it's true. It magazine. is. It is. New, it like, totally is. Like, but you know, like I think Rachel, uh, you know, like you, um, are so incredibly sexy as you are and you are I'm so incredibly looking, inspiring looking for i uh, know but you know like but but you know the pressure to um to be sexy in an instagram post like i i am not that way like if you go on my social oh, like i'm not it. about like posing no. in my bathing suit at all although i will put the odd bathing suit photo up like i'm going to the beach with my daughter you know here i am and, proud. Yeah. And, you're, and, you're, and that but that confidence is very healthy and i think your yeah. that kind of confidence shines through so that all the rest of us or other people can be like yes mm-hmm. you know she's worked hard and that's awesome i want to be that way that's healthy you know yeah, yeah totally. um, like we shouldn't ever compare ourselves i i i like often get into that comparison game myself um but i notice very quickly that it's yeah. just a, an unhealthy cycle you know mm-hmm. and that like we need to stop that and just be true to ourselves at the end of the day like what um what inspires you in the moment like oftentimes when i go to share something on social it's like i'm like oh my gosh i just <laughs> like took a picture of my fridge and it's all stocked with meal prep. I got to take a picture of this because I'm inspired. Like, and I get, I get excited about this stuff. It's ridiculous. That and cleaning products. That's right. what happens when you turn 40, you guys. <laughs> no, I think that's what happens when you're all, Oh, and I was going to go back to the Jewishness of being clean oh, yeah. and, and that's being true. Yeah. <laughs> OCD, OCD. I, and I even OCD, like said that. Yes. I said yes, that yesterday. That was, that was the yeah. name of my post. OCD, your fridge. Yes. OCD, yes. I saw that. And I am like, I'm a little bit OCD now because I realized like if I'm oh, organized, no. my whole yeah. life is just so much better. Yep. Oh, absolutely. Totally. Yeah. So, but going back to like, you know, uh, being sexy for our post, I really think it should come from a place of like, you're inspired in that moment to share something, to like help your audience with something. And in my head, when I shared yesterday a picture of me with some lettuce, I was like, um, I hope to inspire other people to get OCD about their fridge and their pantry. Like I have, because it's changed my life in that same way. Right. And that's where, like, that's awesome. It's like you're, you're doing, you're posting, um, because of self victories and because you realize that those, those things are, they're not just for other people, but they're for you too. So they come from such a, a real 
place. Yeah, like, and you I, know, that I, struggle yeah. <laughs> that I went through of gaining 65 pounds and like really being the lowest of the low in terms of my anxiety and um, health, all of it. Like there were days that I don't want to even remember, but I am grateful in a weird way that I went through it because it led me here, you know, and I wouldn't be able to relate to people unless I'd gone through that. Well, I want to speak to that for a sec because you have to be an advocate for what you stand in. And if your experiences are your experiences, you have a choice whether to let go of them, which is healthy, but also you don't have to forget them either. You can find mm-hmm. a way to use them to be yeah. your message and your 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 fuel, as you would say, in for your motivation <laughs> and for what you want to- Totally. That for and I business. always say my mess became my message. I Ooh. love that. I have not heard that before. It, and it's true. Like that's my, a, you know, my life was a mess, but now I have this message that I know. And I think that's what motivated me in the beginning to get going was I, I started talking about my life on social and people were yeah. like, oh my gosh, I'm so grateful because I'm going through the same thing and I don't know what to do. Can you yeah. help me? Uh, and it was like one person after another is like, I'm struggling yeah. with the same things. Awesome. So that's why we got I mean, to talk awesome, about our yes. stuff, right? Like exactly. we got to talk about our stuff. But yeah. that's, and that's what this whole podcast is about. Like getting, mm-hmm. we want to get mm-hmm. juicy. We want people to feel comfortable. They can talk about all Let kinds all of out. things with people from all kinds of industries too. So, yeah. um, and, uh, yeah. And, you know, and just back to what you said about, um, you know, your mess turning into your message. Um, and I've actually been listening a lot to about reframing emotional trauma or it's, it's, a, it's all the same kind of thing. So it is a very psychological, um, a mind change or flip. Like it's not that you need, I don't think, I don't think you need to forget about what happened in mm-hmm. the past. Mm-hmm. No, you, don't. you can reframe it and change yeah. the way you've, um, you perceive yeah. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, because Absolutely. honestly, all those, all those experiences we have, they live in every cell of our body and that's yes. not necessarily going to go away but it can be changed. I believe that. 100%. Perceive it, yeah. That makes sense. And um, yeah, like it makes us more resilient. And for right now, you know, people who are really struggling with what's going on in the world and COVID, if you're like in the depths of it and you're like, how am I ever going to get out of this? Realize that like um, you can and Mm -hmm. that it's going to make you more resilient for whatever comes down later. Like I've gone through a divorce. I've gone through the 65 pounds. And like, so you look back at your life and it's like all these layers of Mm -hmm. shape that like uh, essentially makes you, if you get through it and overcome it, makes you more resilient, you know, over time. Yeah. Yes. Totally. Um, Yeah. No, I completely agree with that. Sorry. I'm writing down your motto because I want to share that after this. Yeah. Your, mess be- your mess becomes your message. I I'm, love pretty, it. I'm pretty sure I stole that from someone. Well, you know what? That's okay. You know what? That's, that's okay. okay. Nothing we'll is just, ever our we own. We might even <laughs> put anonymous. Like, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe, yes. yeah. Um, just in case. <laughs> perfect. Um, but perfect. You, you kind of have touched a few times. I feel like, are you also doing some coaching for like business coach? Are you business? I used to. I used to okay. with my business coach. So I have a business coach, Di Manuel, who I actually attribute mm-hmm. a lot of my business success and even personal life success to him. You know, mm-hmm. and that's when we started was when I was in that mess. 
Um, Because I knew that I needed some type of mentor and I lucked out. I found someone who's in my industry. He's a health coach um, in the health industry. Have you heard of Dimanuel Hero? I have. Yeah, like there's no one in Vancouver that has not heard of him. Like he's such an amazing mentor. I'm so grateful. And I told him, I'm like, I will continue to hire you year after year because he's completely transformed my life. Wow. Um, Or given, given me the tools to do it, right? Mm-hmm. So with that being said, yeah. because a lot of us now are either reinventing our lives, <laughs> perhaps, um, maybe starting new businesses, uh, there's different yeah. ways we're doing business, whether it be virtual and stuff. If there's one or two things that you gained from him yeah. and um, what you could, you know, any wisdom you can shine 100%. upon our listeners what what would you yeah. say during these times what what's the most what's some of the most important things to well focus on all, what? yeah like um uh, working with a coach i think is a game changer um because they're going to keep you on track right and like the thing about die is he had created a digital company before so he knew exactly how to help me and he had made all the mistakes before me so he saved lots of money and lots of headaches so i'm a coach but yet i hired a coach right and so yeah you know um so i do say coaches need coaches everybody needs a coach um and that could be even a mentor that you're like um uh, trading with right like you don't necessarily have right. to go and, and uh, purchase a coaching package from someone you could maybe find a mentor who is just a little bit ahead of you in what you're doing mm-hmm. right um, or what you want to create and have them mentor you in it and a lot of people will do this for free because you know we all want each other to succeed or at least the good people want the others to <laughs> succeed right? right so that would be my first tip is hire a coach or find a mentor um and then what i've gotten awesome. from having a coach is um confidence he asks me every week because I have to fill out a form for him every week on like what I've achieved that week. And uh, every week it's like, what have you gained from working with me as your coach? And I always say confidence. Like when mm-hmm. I first started, I did not believe in myself. I didn't believe that I could achieve this. I didn't believe I could be a mom and an entrepreneur at the same time. I never believed that I could be um, uh, financially free. You know, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I was able to uh, go through a divorce and, um, and have the finances actually to move out on my own. Um, and that's okay. because of, of what I, I got from working with, with this coach and creating this business. So um, confidence is huge, right? And I'm going to tell you right yes. now, if you're starting out on your business or um, you are in the, in the midst of it, there's going to be lows, <laughs> right? And again, like people will reach out to me and be like, it just seems like things are so seamless for you. I'm like, mm, no, uh, like, <laughs> there are lows. Yeah, there, yeah. <laughs> there's lows and there's like massive fires sometimes that I have to put out and mm-hmm. it's like, it's hard, but the highs are getting higher mm-hmm. and the lows you know, are becoming less there. Not as frequent, maybe. And they're not as frequent and they're not as strong. And also, what bothered me two years ago doesn't even phase me anymore. Do you know what I mean? That's really great advice. I love love 
Yes. I remember dealing with, yeah. um, so, you know, something a, a couple years ago and like thinking, oh my gosh, it was the end of the world. How am I ever going to get through this? And now a, a similar thing happened to me recently. And I was like, oh, like, whatever. Like, yeah. I know what to do. You're like, sitting there and done that. Yeah. Yeah. So that is my best advice is like, if you go through something hard, know that like, you're going to laugh it off. You will laugh it off. Mm -hmm. And you'll also through this time, um, gather the tools to, to know how to deal with it in the future. So I always tell myself things are always working out. I have a mantra. Um, I have two mantras that help me every <laughs> yes. single day as yes. a business Love person. It. What are they? My, my first mantra is everything is working out as it should. Right. Yeah. Right. And even when it's a shitty day, I know that everything is working out because the shitty day has come up so that I can like figure it out next time. Right. Yeah. And then my uh, second um, mantra is everything is figure outable, which is not my mantra. It is Marie Forleo. Um, she wrote a book, everything is figure outable, which I totally recommend as an entrepreneur. Awesome. Everybody should read it. Is, okay. I'm going to put that in our notes. Put that in Every, our everything notes. is yeah. figure outable. Okay. And, and I tell myself that, like, it's my mantra. I'll wake up in the morning and I'll be like, everything is figure outable. Every, anything hard that comes up in my day to day, I'm going to figure it out. And I may not Love figure it. it out in 24 hours, but I'm going to figure it out. And like, like you can attest to that, right? Hero and Rachel, oh, like yeah. oh, everything yes. is figure outable. You yes. can find a way. Right? Yes. It's not yes. life threatening unless if it's life threatening. Well, yeah. And even that. You know, like it's figure outable in the sense like, okay, let's say worst case scenario, like someone in your family is facing um, a, a terrible disease. Well, everything is figure outable in the way that um, maybe you find them um, what they need during this time, right? Mm. Yeah. So, so in that sense, like everything is still figure outable. Love it. I love that. I, I feel like the last couple minutes were like gold. Mm -hmm. like, oh good they're yeah. gold gold just gold I love good it. well i mean you know i could go on and on and on about being a business person because i do feel like um i've i've been through it <laughs> and i'm still going through it i'm learning every single day yeah. but the last yep. three years of like shifting from um a you know a, a person to person type of business which i you know i love face to face yeah a face to face yeah. like i loved that uh you know when i did it but now i love what i do even more i love it and i wake up with so much purpose i can't even tell you it's Amazing. so inspirational simone because i've known yeah. you for a few years now and yeah. I, I saw like even though we weren't super close i could i could and i'm pretty good at sensing just how mm -hmm. people's i don't know if you want to say auras <laughs> whatever you want to say but yeah it's just you're glowing Oh, like, thank you. Awesome. And I'm so glad now to be doing yoga with you again because yeah. I know I'm going to glow even more. Oh. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Like, let me just say Rachel's <laughs> yoga and I have taken yoga across the years, like 22 years of doing yoga, probably more than that. And I have never found a yoga instructor that I connect with more than Rachel. Oh, by the way, Hero, I've never been to your class. So oh, it's not good. fair to say. Oh, good. But yeah, like, Give it to no, Rachel. it's oh. true. And it's like you, you, you have a way of teaching where I'm just like, um, you're able to get me out of my head, get me out of my day, which I struggle with. Like I come from an aerobics background where it's like, go, 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 right? Yeah, yeah. And it's right. And I'm like, I'm in my head all the time and I'm just, I can't settle down and I can't relax and find that calm and peace. And mm -hmm. then there's Rachel and it's like, you just, 
You oh have my a goodness. way of saying just a few I'm blushing. Things. Now I'm just shifting Good. again. You should. I'm again. Am I having a hot flash? <laughs> I am. Look. Okay, wait, never mind. Don't look. Don't look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I um, get those too. All the time. Oh my <laughs> God. I get coffee sweats too. Anyway, totally different conversation. Um, no, but I just, I feel like I'm, 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 I think when you first start teaching, you're like emulating people that you look up to and that's very normal for any new, uh, whatever you, you oh, got to get this thing out of my ear again. Sorry. I'm, I'm still getting used to putting, having two buds in my ear where I can hear my voice. And yeah. I said it like five times now. I'm going to stop talking about that. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, I feel like, you know, it takes a while to kind of obviously speak from your own teaching voice and have your own um, genuine voice, so to speak. But um, yeah, I just, I teach the same way I run this, like fairly candidly. Like, I think that that's, I feel like people well, that's just what it that is candid. because you're authentic yeah. and and you know like uh, you're able somehow to bring fitness people and that's why I'm so happy to have you teach our fitness people because um, we just started uh, that by the way guys like yeah new yeah but like to, to bring people who are used to like go 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 into yoga is really really challenging right mm -hmm. um, but it you is. have this way yeah. of doing that in such a, a seamless effortless way so I know Probably because I'm it. also one of those go, 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 like my mind is always racing mm -hmm. to the next thing. And I get that. I get not just necessarily like the physical go, 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 but the mind go, go, go. Yeah. Like I mm -hmm. totally understand that. Um, but back to you. I guess what time we got here. So, I mean, We've been talking for a little while here. I know. Yeah. yeah. Well, I got to actually go and grab Shelby in about four Perfect. minutes. But okay. I, I mean, so, I could talk forever with you guys. Well, this has been so much fun. Come on back. We would love to have you with some more juice. Yeah. Yeah. And when I get my yeah. own podcast, I would love both of you on that. Yeah. Well, I know yes. you wanted to ask me about Jewishness. Okay. Yeah. So there's, yeah. A, we maybe have time for a couple last little things here. Um, yeah, so no, I think that, first of all, we don't really want necessarily our podcast to not be related, relatable to people that aren't Jewish, because that's not the point of this podcast. Right. But no, we are just, everybody. No, we are, exactly. But it just, it's funny because we, for some reason, just even subconsciously, the first few guests we've had just happened to be Jewish or ah. Jewish. It's, we didn't mean that to happen. Yeah. No. But there is a relatability thing there, obviously, with yeah. what we find in common with people. But like... Um, I think that, yeah, I mean, I, I think there is like a huge population though of people that are Jewish because of more because of their heritage and their culture. Right. So I feel like there is like a whole realm or, um, group of cultural Jews because right. of their heritage. And then there's a group of religious Jews, which I think is very unique and different from other religions. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, and Hero, you can just say this out loud if you don't mind. He just wrote a message to say that the batteries at like hardly any battery life left. So he, <laughs> he might disappear. Bye bye, Hero. <laughs> just here, just for yeah. But we'll, we'll finish this up pretty yeah. quick. This is how candid I am. Like, oh my God, whatever. Um, so in any case, yeah, what, what is your um, relation to your Jewishness? Are you on that same kind of? 
Yeah, well, it's more I have a bit of a, a different story, and it's like really I can sum it up in two sentences. Oh. But I um, grew up um, not celebrating anything uh, because my mom's Jewish and my dad's not, and so they just decided oh. to be neutral and do nothing. Oh. So I never actually celebrated Hanukkah or Christmas. Okay. Um, or really, I mean, I did go to synagogue for Yom Kippur and some of the high holidays were really important, but we didn't really celebrate anything at home. Um, and then I just, for one reason or another, I just let go of my Jewish roots um, yeah. through my 20s. And I ended up marrying a non-Jew, um, that's Shelby's father. And so yeah. um, I took on Christmas and and now here I am and I'm engaged to the love of my life and he happens to be Jewish. I know. And that's what I, it's so, so which is crazy. And I it, love it. like, it's the best part of my, my life. Like it actually, I, I, you know, if like God is up there and he's like writing like, okay, Simone, this is like how your life is going to end. I couldn't like thank him in a bigger way because I love the you fact that I'm like, like end. that's like, uh, no, no, no. Like, end. like, I mean, it's I like, it's, it's like, no, but it's ending with Travis, like, yes, right. Yes, so yes, I'm not going to be, yes. I'm not going to marry again. Yes, yes. <laughs> no. Two marriages is enough for me, but, um, you know, Laura, can you say, is that, is that a good place to say that? No. I don't know what that means. Can I Nahora? No one's ever heard that? We'll have to look Sounds that up. Sounds fabulous. I love, yeah, it's, it's kind of like, anyway, I'm going to have to look that up for you guys. So continue. Okay. So, well, yeah. So what I was saying is, um, you know, I, I'm embracing my Jewishness because I'm like the Jewish-ish-ish-ish, <laughs> like as ish as you can possibly get. So now I'm yeah. like really embracing it. And Travis and his family are just incredible. Like they celebrate Passover and we so did that with Shelby this right. year. And I love seeing her and his family and everybody else. And like we did all like the plagues around the table and like, oh, you know, to read the question. Uh, there was someone else who's the someone same age. Younger. Yeah. Oh, and so, and, okay. yeah, but, and he celebrated um, Passover for, you know, the last six years. So like she got to be part of that. And it, you know, I have to say it was just, it was like a really great bonding moment. Right. And That's so cool. this year for the very first time, we're going to celebrate Hanukkah and Christmas and we're going to do, Christmas. yeah, but we, we call it Hanumist and that's like, <laughs> that's like Travis's that. thing. Yeah. And we also do one with friends where we literally like invite our closest friends and everybody brings something from their culture food wise. Mm. So it's oh, like we embrace all the cultures. Uh, yeah. And heritage. So yeah. Anyways, and my Jewish story is, it's a happy ending right now. Like I'm, I'm embracing it so much. And I'm not a super religious person, um, but I do absolutely love the traditions. And I love what it means for our family. Yes. See, and that's what I so find happy. that so fascinating. And I think um, that's, that's a learning uh, a thing for people to learn who are not familiar with being Jewish. It, it yeah. is funny. Like it can, it's one of those things that can be about tradition and about culture and about um, yes. genealogy and those things. It's not necessarily mm -hmm. about the religion. Like, and I, totally. I don't know. And it's, it's a very, I think that's a, that's a, I feel like maybe it's a rare thing for a particular religion to have that component maybe yeah. because of the things that the Jewish people have gone through to stick together, to be. That's you know, true. To, I can that's see that. Thinking, yes. maybe. I think um, so for sure. But it's, it's in, very interesting. So then, the last, so then, just really quickly, did you, when you met Travis, like it's not like you sought after a Jew 
No, it's no. Just happened. It like, just happened. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, so, that's and it was just a really nice bonus. Like I call it a yeah. bonus yeah. Um, scenario, you know, mm-hmm. and I just, I'm so grateful because um, now it's, it's, it just, it bonds us in a whole new way. I'm and awesome. Shelby loves it. Like Shelby <laughs> just is like, Oh, Hanukkah. Like, how many presents do they get? Is it 12? Right? Yeah. 12? You see, I don't eight, even know this. Eight. eight. Yeah, eight. <laughs> I'm the worst two ever. I'm the worst two ever. You're more ish than I am. I really am ish. I really am. I was laughing. Oh, yeah. Like, for example, was Yom Kippur. Yesterday. Just did, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And so I, I thought I was so Jewish because I had to look up exactly how to spell it because I wanted to. <laughs> to it, like, I don't even know how to spell it. <laughs> I don't know, but I was just like, maybe there's like an extra freaking O or U or M or I don't I know, know. It's always when you, t- yeah, I know anyway. it's confusing. Right. So, well, um, thank you for um, adding that last bit of info there. We have one more question for okay. you. Okay, yes. go for it. Okay, so. What kind of fruit juice would you be and why? Hmm. Oh my gosh. I just caught you off guard. Okay, well, I'm just going to answer this off the cuff because I don't even know. I'm just going to say cranberry juice. Ooh. And why? Because, well, it's a little bit tart. Like, I'm like, I don't know. I don't look at myself as super sweet. I'm kind, but I like, you know, I have, like, I'm going to be real. And so I feel like cranberry juice brings like a realness, mm. right? Yes. So maybe that's why. And then um, it's super vibrant, super red. And I hope that, you know, I can be super vibrant and, um, uh, you know, in everything that I do. Yeah. I love, I love that answer. Yeah. yeah. I just like that was, I wasn't going to think about it too hard because I knew that would make it yes. not the right answer. And it's <laughs> also no right or wrong answer, but and it's also good for UTIs. And, uh, yes, <laughs> which is <laughs> right. What is in my mouth? I was just going to say that. See, I understand. So good for I your understand. health. So I'm, I'm good for your health too. A little bit Perfect. of dose yes, of Simone. Yeah. <laughs> so Simone, um, I am going to definitely add to the podcast notes as well as the description on YouTube, um, the links to Simone on Instagram, also her websites, because she does have two. Um, I think there's SimoneLavelle.com. Am I correct or no? Yep. Um, yep. You can but, do both. Right. But her um, fuel for fat loss is where you guys need to go because that's all about her programs um everything that we were talking about pretty much the very beginning of this conversation mm-hmm. i am just so excited and stoked that you are like that this is you're just growing and thriving with this and that you thank you it's just it's very inspirational to hear somebody who's learned from previous businesses and things that they've done that maybe didn't go as well as they thought and they didn't give mm-hmm. up and then they yeah. continue Else, and you've just gotten stronger and stronger. And yeah. You better work, Simone. You better work. Ah! It's <laughs> oh, Hero. I love it. Oh. Yeah, I know. Hero's all about the shoulder shimmy. I love Rub this. It. Shoulder shimmy. So though. good. I, I don't have that. I don't have that exactly. naturally. Exactly. So good. <laughs> all right, you guys. I have to go and grab Shelby. But thank you so much for having me on today. Yeah. You're so excited. And I'll share it on my end too. So give me like a, Please. yes, something to share. <laughs>